Welcome to Final Do Take. Do you believe in magic in, in a, a young girl's heart? heart. <laughs> and I don't know the rest of that song, or else I totally would have continued <laughs> continued along. Shoot. We're going to add a karaoke episode. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. Welcome to Final Take, a conversation podcast about movies and our top monster movies. It's spooky season, baby. Oh, yeah. Monster movies. It's a monster mash. It's a, it's a monster mash. It's a wow. Graveyard Pam, smash. Pam really doesn't like the, the monster mash song. Um, Austin, what's up, dude? How are you? Hi, I'm Austin. Hey, huh. I'm Ethan. Yeah, yeah. Hi, hello. Um, I'm Ethan Semi. I'm Austin Davis. And uh, yeah, we're talking monster movies. Yeah. Go ahead. How are you? I'm doing good. How yeah? are you doing? Dude, I'm good. I, uh, I'm wearing sweats to your house. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever done this before. I always wear sweats in my house. I uh, I got in sweats this morning and I was like, cool, I'll change into pants before I head over to record the podcast. You know, look a little, you know, feel a little more professional. Mm-hmm. Kind of gives me that mental, the mental edge. Yeah. Pants versus sweats. Stuck with the sweats. And um, yeah, that's where I'm at. I haven't shaved in about 600 days and I have less hair on my face than you do. That's not true. Oh, no. No. It's less. I mean, it's it's blonde. So, essentially, what you're telling me is that you are going full George Costanza right now. Absolutely. You've given up on life. Oh, absolutely. Okay. 100% give up. What the hell? Nothing matters anymore. Can't do anything. Anything worth anything. I should just start <laughs> start doing the opposite of what my intuition tells me yep. all the time. Um, it works for him. Dairy Queen sent me something cool this week in the mail. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I wanted to tell you about this. Did you get it for free again? I did. Or, okay. I did. So there's this little thing. for If you don't know about Ethan, he mm-hmm. loves his DQ. Love my DQ. Yeah, I think like, what, a year ago, you posted <laughs> something about like having to go get a cotton candy blizzard. And it's like, crazy. they were like, oh, thanks for the shout out. And then they like sent you a bunch of stuff. Dude, yeah. So And it kind of stems from a bad interaction, honestly. Like last summer, last summer-ish, I think. Uh, I went to the Dairy Queen by my house, and I pulled yep. up to the drive-thru. They were open till 9. Mm-hmm. Called them. They said they were open till 9. Google said they were open till 9. Pull up in the drive-thru like 8.50, mm-hmm. shut down. Ooh. Lights off, totally shut down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What, Dairy Queen, you're letting me down. Yeah. Because, you know, when you get a hankering for a blizzard, there's <laughs> Specifically no- Specifically st- a cotton candy blizzard. Cotton candy my blizzard. Guy. There's no stopping that train. I shouted out Dairy Queen on social, and, I, you know, I wasn't mean about it. I didn't say, like, get no, your act together. No, you were more like, I want this. I want ice cream now. Exactly. And I, I was disappointed. Exactly. I essentially just said, like, hey, not cool. Like, if you're going to close at 9, let's close at 9, people. You know, I've worked in fast food. I get it. You want to you wanna shut down early? Uh, come on. I want my blizzard. So, anyway, mm-hmm. um, they sent me a little little goodie bag, some totes, satchel, uh, you know, a couple gift cards here and there to, to make up for this um, just absolute horrendous mistake. And ever since then, I think I've been on this mailing list for them. Um, last fall, I also received the same package from them as I did just a couple weeks ago. I got a package of fall blizzard scented candles. There you go. Six candles. They're all scented like they're new fall 
flavors. Mm-hmm. You got caramel apple pie, pumpkin pie, brownie dough. That's just a few of them. Yeah. That really cool, really novel idea. Very cool. Dairy Queen, I love you. And shout out, like if you want to sponsor this podcast, absolutely you should do that. Oh yeah, we'll we'll send something out there, you know. The candles stink. Oh, don't say that if we want they corporate sponsors. <laughs> they don't smell the most wonderful. Um and and here's the deal. In concept, like caramel apple pie t- probably tastes delicious. Haven't had it, but I'm sure it tastes delicious. A little strong for my scent. Okay. For my nose there. Okay. But anyway, hey, Dairy Queen, if you want to sponsor us, go for it. I love, again, love Kind of Candy Blizzards. If you're looking to send me anything, Dairy Queen, Kind of Candy Blizzards, where's that? Just know Ethan will not say negative things about your candles next time. No, exactly. If you pay me, I'll be nicer. <laughs> um, dude, some news dropped this week. A little bit of news. Obviously. There's like a few things that happened. Just a couple of things. I feel like we're back to square one with like movies and movie theaters. Yeah. Like where we were like, I don't know, man, 15 weeks ago, like back in March. That's more than 15 weeks ago, but (laughs) same thing. (laughs) Um, Soul, Disney Pixar's Soul is heading to Disney Plus on December 25th. Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for it. Yeah. It's going to be free. Free. This is the main, I think this is the main talking point about this topic. Because of Mulan. Exactly. So that was my question to you is are they going are they putting this on disney plus for free because of what happened with mulan was it maybe already slated to be free are they trying to get like people to subscribe or stay subscribed what's what's the gameplay here i mean it has to be to subscribe i mean they're making more money if people subscribe than probably them trying to release in theaters and not do well yeah so absolutely that'd be my that'd be my guess i mean mulan was a bust they tried to charge thirty dollars. It just didn't do that. We didn't buy it. Yeah. No way, Jose. No, I, I. And then they were like, "No, we're just gonna make it free in December." Yeah, like, and it's like, and it, then you're just testing people's like instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Like, how bad do you really want to see Mulan? Yeah. I heard mixed reviews, and I didn't. I didn't want to see it thirty dollars worth. Yeah. Bad. When I know it's free in December. Exactly. Like. <laughs> so we're gonna watch. I mean, so we're gonna watch it in December. I'm sure. Um, Soul, I'm excited for ever since I saw the first trailer. In yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, I think it looks fantastic. Classic Pixar, mm-hmm. definitely gonna pull out your heartstrings. Yeah, super sad. I can only imagine there'll be probably at least one crying scene oh. where you cry. Oh, there is zero doubt about that, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's coming out on Christmas. Okay, like I'm yeah. already gonna be so full of feels, and then you're gonna stick me in front of this movie that's gonna make me cry. Yeah, chalk, chalk it up. It's a loss. Do you think that a lot of people are gonna actually watch it on Christmas? Dude, that is a tough question. Because I know you, you're going to be watching Christmas for the Cranks all day oh, long. absolutely. It's a Christmas with the Cranks 24-hour marathon. Yeah. And Nothing like, else in my house. most other people's household, it's like a Christmas story or elf or... Yeah. I'll give, I, yeah. I'll give you that. Maybe Santa Claus. That is interesting. Um, yeah. You know, I just don't know. It's it's not a Christmas movie. Yeah. Which would make sense to drop on December 25th. Um We'll see, man. I mean, it, I, it, I'm curious to see if people watch it in between, right? So December 25th to the first, mm-hmm. maybe this like kind of weird zone. Well, I mean, like Christmas Day is actually known to be like one of the more like popular movie days, mm-hmm. which is weird to think. Like that's not how I'd spend my Christmas Day. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, fan. you know, family at like <laughs> time with them, and they're just like, oh yeah, families go to see the movies. You've like, never, you've never been to a movie theater on Christmas? I don't think so. Oh, 
I, th- I feel like I definitely have. We we would always go um, on Thanksgiving as a see. That's weird to me. Ho- really? Yeah. Holidays are holidays in my book. <laughs> holidays. Yeah. I mean, holidays that's are holidays. For family. That's facts. Yeah. Like that's that's not time for. Let's go see a movie. I don't know. I feel I like mean, a lot of people go to movie theaters. Maybe on if you hate your family and just don't want to talk with them, like then that makes sense. You're trapped in a room with them for a couple hours, but you don't have to talk. <laughs> it's a win-win. Yeah, it's better than being in the kitchen, wait, like yelling at each other to get out. Hundred percent true. So, so there you go. Benefit to that. I mean, yeah, we used to go all the time when I was a kid, and I feel like a lot of, um, maybe not super popular, but popular movies come out on Thanksgiving around Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, the December twenty fifth release date. Now that you got me thinking about it. I don't know. I mean, um, I'll probably watch it on the 26th when um, I'm no longer allowed to watch Christmas with the Cranks in my house because Molly will um, make me sleep outside or, or however why. that's going to work. I've never tested the boundaries with that, um, and I don't want to because <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid. Um, but starring Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, Quest Love, mm. just wanted to throw that out there, and then directed by Pete Docter, who directed by Monsters, Inc., but basically produced every single Pixar movie of all time mm. ever. So yeah. the guy knows what he's doing. Um, I think I think it looks good. We're probably gonna watch it. Probably gonna review it. I mean, we'll Cause, see. Because why not? I mean, there's a lot of things happening around that time, so I don't. I don't it's know. true. Hey, we're gonna go see Free Guy in theaters, though. Yeah, the the theaters that are open. The one theater that's open that's half an hour away from our house. We're gonna go see it. Yep. I think it looks so good. And I told you this when back when we saw the trailer way back when. Mm. I was like, man, that looks good. And people were not sold on it. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I, well, I didn't hear them. great things. I think the new trailer helps helps kind of round out the the uh, movie as a whole. Um, the other big piece of news that I feel like pushes us way back to the beginning of this global coronavirus pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's it's heartbreaking. Um, I feel like I feel like I've lost a loved family member. Is honestly what <laughs> I feel like here. Uh, Regal closing all of their U.S. locations indefinitely. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I, 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 you know, throw my hammer down like a, a the judge that I am. Yeah. Wham! And definitely. Uh, they announced, Regal announced last week, that beginning Thursday, October 8th, it would be closing all, every single one, every single one of its beloved children of 536 U.S. theaters indefinitely as a result of the coronavirus pandemic and the lack of new movie releases to show. Mm-hmm. This is mostly stemmed from No Time to Die moving and being pushed back from November of this year to April of 2021. I think that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm. That was it. Well, I mean, they, they they need money and these like lower name movies that they are, that are actually being released to yeah. theaters just aren't making money. Yeah, especially if you're a giant chain. Yeah. Like Regal is the second biggest chain in the U.S., um, which is bananas um i don't know what the first is is it amc i don't know i don't know yeah i don't know um but essentially forty thousand u.s jobs um and then forty-five thousand total like global jobs are going to be impacted by this which is terrible and and such a bummer Mm -hmm. as well um but i mean uh, when okay two questions Mm -hmm. when is gonna when is regal gonna reopen is my first thing. Well, I mean, they have I'm already been. thinking about that. Well, I mean, yeah. Like so they re- have been. The re-reopening, mm-hmm. you know. The second reopening. <laughs> you know, when they get that sign that says reopen, but then they <laughs> add like another like a re. It's classic Bob's Burger situation yeah. here. <laughs> they just keep uh, posting banners yeah. over one over the other. Yep. <laughs> Re-re-reopening. Mm-hmm. 
when are they going to reopen? I want to know this. And um, five years from now, do movie theaters and cinemas look the same? Do we have the same landscape that we have now of tentpole movies being in theaters and it being a destination like thing to go do? Or do things just go VOD? Well, no, I think eventually it will happen. But I think like the structure on the inside, what's going to change is there going to be a lot less bigger, longer ro- rows. Mm-hmm. There'll probably be like five seats. Boom. Gotcha. Empty space. Yeah. You're talking seats, like logistical like, changes yeah. inside. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Um, that way they can still run their theater the way that they need to run it. Um, I don't know if reservation seating will be a thing anymore, mm-hmm. to be honest, because like why sit next to people that you don't know? Yeah. So you may be able to buy the ticket, but and pick like a row and then you, you buy that row basically. Yeah, and then it's like blacked out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you make a good point. Like, why not just have like groups of five seats or like mm-hmm. six seats or whatever, you know, and then like a space and then another group of six seats, right? You kind of like cut your, cut your rows mm-hmm. into, into sections. Yeah. Um, I don't, dude, it just scares me. Like theaters might not be the same ever again. Mm-hmm. And this year, beginning of this year, we were like, yo, let's start a podcast about going to the movie theater and watching movies. Yep. And then this podcast has changed. <laughs> so I don't want to, I don't want to say like, we, you know, we were a bad luck charm, but I'm, no, I'm a wouldn't. little stitious. I wouldn't. <laughs> you don't want to put that on us? No. It just... Don't I, put that on me, Ricky Bobby. It makes me nervous that it's not going to be the same again. I think local theaters, local cinemas are going to be the way to go. Mm-hmm. I think the chain, Regal being such a big chain, it's. I feel like it's similar to McDonald's, right? Like it's not a restaurant. It's a real estate situation here. Yeah, their rent on like spaces like that are humongous. Mm-hmm. Are it's got to be god awful amount of money, and if they have to keep paying that all the way across the U.S., I guess it makes sense to close. Yeah, maybe you get some rent relief, but I I don't know. Um, when do you think they're gonna reopen? Like, what's your what's just spitball it? I'd say in time for whatever first big name <laughs> movie is <laughs> like planned for twenty twenty one. Yeah, so it, I think like March April. Would be that time frame. No time yeah. to die is April. I would say probably like. Thinking Feb? Maybe Feb, just to kind of get things going. Yeah, a little dumpuary action. Mm-hmm. Well, it won't be dumpuary. <laughs> Not next no. year, it won't. It'll be like, oh, yeah, we haven't released a, like, a movie in a while. <laughs> yeah, a good movie in forever. We spent all this money on this, so we need income. Uh, Dune is obviously pushed back as well. Wonder Woman 84 remain, remains mm. to be seen as like the lone movie that's 2020 slate. Um, I can only imagine Warner Bros. wants to make a lot of money with that. Yeah, DC but, just want to crush it. Yeah, but right now, I mean, it's pretty clear. Like, there's not a whole lot of people going to theaters. So yeah, so that's that's they're we're just, just. I'm just waiting for the day where the, they're just gonna be like, "Well, we're pushing it back." Yeah. Till. <laughs> it's really it's release date chicken mm-hmm. is what we're playing here. Yeah, and Wonder Woman eighty four. They're just behind the wheel and they're like, "Hey, look, I can go all day. I can I got no problem." Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. We'll Who see knows? what happens. Yeah. So. Um, Regal, my beloved Regal. Oh, how I miss you. It's so sad because every time I think about this, I, I had just gotten Regal Unlimited too. You did. Like two months before this happened. No, actually I got it in November of last year. So I got it like four or five months. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was going ham on the movies. Yeah. I was seeing like two or three a week. Yep. I was just going to town. And now you're running. <laughs> and now I run. <laughs> Both very good things, but... <laughs> One, not as, you know, no, you, it's just, I miss, I miss Regal. Yeah, you were running before that. 
I was, but you know, and I just, I you, do, I do miss my occasional large popcorn, large cherry Coke combo for free for free. Yeah. Like, come on, let's talk about that. Yeah. I mean, like I was seeing so many movies credits, you know, up the butt. I was ready to go. Ew. I was getting, I was getting free stuff all the time and I just miss it, you know? Yeah. Um, and you're a concession guy. You like concessions. Yeah. Occasional like candy here and there. <laughs> the occasional box of candy. Yeah. Cho- I do, I do like or? the smaller theaters though because they are significantly cheaper. <laughs> yeah, to buy. That, that's true. So yeah, the one the one out where we go is just I don't know. It's like in, four bucks for candy. It's like in the middle of nowhere. It's like yeah, four bucks of candy though for like if you go to Regal, it's like eight bucks. Yeah, large popcorn at Regal is like you're pushing like eight or nine bucks. You get a large out and mm-hmm. out at our local for you know five twenty five I think. But hey, who has that memorized? <laughs> hey, this guy does. Also, what does the additional twenty-five cents? <laughs> What's the quarter really do? For do? <laughs> it's just like what it's. Just, it's just like the manager group, you know, of the local chain. They're like five dollars. Five dollars sounds good. And one guy's like in the back corner, you know, back corner, like under a dim lit, smoking a cigar, and he's like five twenty-five. <laughs> he like walks out of the room, and they're mm. like, "All right, make it five twenty-five. <laughs> Like the mob boss of movie theaters. <laughs> yeah. He just visits all local yeah. theaters, <laughs> jacking up their prices by a quarter. Quarter. You, you're selling this for $5? <laughs> Make it five twenty five. <laughs> and he put, yeah, he stamps out his yeah. cigarette and like walks away. Mm-hmm. Puts on his big giant coat. His big fur trench coat. coat. Yeah, <laughs> his fur coat, even better. Not trench. Come uh, on, he's classier than that. Classy guy. Put um, his, his fedora. <laughs> I was gonna say fedora. You beat me to it. I was gonna say you know a nice, a nice top hat, but fedora is better than a top hat. And mm. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, who? Uh, what mafia <laughs> member has a top hat? Could change the game. He could be the next Abraham Lincoln. I don't know. <laughs> could be something. The Mad Hatter. There was mercury inside of those hats. That's the, oh, something yeah. was massive on them. You bet it, um, dude. Monster movies. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about. Let's talk about monster. Movies. I didn't plan that out before I, I did that. It didn't pan out really well. Yeah. Um. You should keep the singing to me. <laughs> Whoa! You're gonna take a monopoly on the episode on the uh, singing on the show. Uh, it's spooky season, and we're sticking with the theme of spooky season. We're talking about Meaning monster it's movies. October. It's October. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 all that means. Um, spooky season. It's 2020, Ethan. <laughs> it's been spooky season yeah. all year, baby. <laughs> I'm so sorry to tell you all this. All year. Uh. So. Let's start out. Let's define what a monster movie is. We're we're actually going to go and give our top five monster movies. These are personal top fives. Personal choices. So these are not like statistically proven mathematical <laughs> pi equals pi like type of stuff going on here. This is, yeah. I personally enjoy watching this movie. Yeah. These are not cold hard facts yeah. like monster movies, uh, you know, best of all time. We're mm. talking, yeah, we're going personal choice here. Yeah. You know, I maybe like we a little more salt, a little more pepper. Yeah. Maybe we mentioned something that you have not seen and that's the hope is that you watch those things that you've not seen. Like, I think I have one on this that you mo- most people have not seen in America. Yeah. Um, and I've, you know what? My list, I'm pretty sure everybody's seen all my movies because I'm just a, an average Joe when it comes to the movies like this. Yeah. But, you know, if I encourage you to watch it again, um, so be it. I, you know, and, um, well, I'll mention it as we go here once mm-hmm. once you bring up your choice of, of what that is, um, a specific movie that is on your list that mm-hmm. I watched this week. Yep. What's a monster movie? Austin, give me your definition of a monster movie. So, I mean... To me, it is some type of creature that is not human. Inhuman. It could be 
humanoid looking so like maybe an alien per se but it can't be like an android because that's human made okay that in, makes sense in the in my mind that's sure. how i see it like i like i don't think of robots as monsters no i don't think of robots as monsters either they're robots yeah mm-hmm. so i'm taking approved taking that off the list right there no robots yeah okay um, I'm sure someone has has beef with that somewhere. Probably, and yeah. if you do, write in, DM yeah. us. Yeah, let us know your. I want to hear you take Austin down, but also <laughs> you because you also just agreed with that. So yeah, take us both down. <laughs> like <laughs> no I th- robots. I don't think of like Terminator as like a like monster movie. Yeah, co- cop robots, get yeah. them out of here. Like, yeah, <laughs> aliens. I include aliens as a monster. Aha! Uh-huh, yes, because the, the Ridley Scott banger. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying like. Alien. Oh, aliens in general. general yeah. Gotcha. In general. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, okay. because like you look at things like the thing or alien or the fly. The, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like all these different creatures that are coming from outer space that are not human. Mm-hmm. Like those are monsters. Let's be honest. So I'm counting those. Absolutely agree. I mean, that's a that is a monster. Yes. Yeah. Um, counting. Things like the ancient ones that you've always always mm-hmm. heard: mummies, Dracula, Frankenstein, Godzilla. I don't know what that is. Godzilla. Godzilla. Ah, Godzilla. I've seen one Godzilla movie, and it was like the one that was re- released in like I think early two thousands. Yeah, with uh, what's his face? Why am I blanking on his name? That was Breaking Bad. Uh, Brian Cranston. Yeah. Uh, no, that one's fairly new. Oh, wait, oh, you're talking. I'm about talking the re- like the older one, not the original. The <laughs> no, not the original. The no. cover, like the VHS I, I cover know for exactly. it, has Godzilla's eye on it. I'm blanking right? on the actor's name. Matthew it, Broderick. Hey, yeah. Inspector Gadget. Mm-hmm. He's an OG. Um, yeah, I agree. So you're including animals in this? No. No. I'm not. Including Sounds like it. there's a caveat because I mean, so okay, maybe. Because Jaws <laughs> is like considered a monster that, movie. See, that was my question. I was going to Jaws. Mm-hmm. So I guess they have to be abnormal type of a creature on Earth. Yeah, so Jaws was an a extreme human hunter. Yeah. Okay. So like maybe like anaconda. We think of anaconda. Oh, good. Like good example. That is a freak of an actual creature because let's be honest anacondas are not that big in real life <laughs> they're not like a thousand feet long no um wah, wah. they scare the shit out of me oh yeah so dude they're snakes that's yeah. just what they do we so story story time oh good <laughs> we so i told you we went to bend for my birthday absolutely we hiked this rock called smith rock um it's like massive it's like three thousand feet in the air uh yeah pretty big but yeah pretty big no big deal so I'll let you all know. I am terrified of snakes. I do not mess with them. Just, just not my thing. Perfect. Now I know. Yeah. So we're like, as soon as we're walking towards the rock, like there's just like, there's like this like little welcome to the rock type area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Little waiting room. Little waiting room. Kind of. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> um, and off to one of the trails to the side, there's just a snake just chilling right there. Not even like. Slithering away, just chilling. Like people are surrounding this snake. Stop. And it's just chilling. Mm-mm. And I'm, I'm like, <laughs> You're like forty not, feet back. Yeah. I'm like, Mm-mm. not Mm-mm. for me. Like my whole group all walk up next to him. Like, Mm-mm. 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 yeah. GTFO with that snake, dude. Yeah. Then who does an, he think he is? Yeah. That's just, a he, that's a human area. Get yeah, out of here, yeah. snake. It's just like I'm just gonna chill, guys. Mm-mm. And then there's another snake on the trail. 
I didn't see that one. <laughs> I was Everyone ask. was just like, Austin, there's a snake. I'm like, huh? Yeah. Hey, you go get it. Yeah. Oh, Anyways, stay back. A little side story for y'all. Snakes. Now I yeah. know. Yeah. Now I know you're scared of snakes. <laughs> it is October. Um, I agree. It's got to be inhuman. So, of course, this, for me, this begs the question, uh, are, are actual inhumans from the Marvel Universe, are they considered monsters because they are technically inhuman? No. Okay, good. The, I wouldn't use the term inhuman. You're that's, you're, that's what you're using. Oh, okay. I would never use that term. Oh, right, to because you're, them. you're above me. No, that. it's just <laughs> because that, like, that implies that they are some, like, human-esque. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Okay. I No, I'm with you. So, so in- inhuman, bad choice. Um, I would I say freak of creatures, like just they like, yeah. yeah. I think I think certain animals. To your point, I think uh, like dinosaurs, um, like animals that are like f- yeah, freaky enlarged or mm-hmm. like anything to that effect, and then actual monsters. Yeah, um, they definitely qualify. Um, so I. I personally am going to be using the term monster. I, I guess I, I would have said quite liber- liberally, but it sounds like we're on the same page with what a monster is. It, it mm. can really encompass a lot. Yeah. I think a lot of people think like monster movies, right? You mentioned um, Frankenstein and Dracula and like classics mm-hmm. like that. I did not go that route. I don't think you went that route either. There's one. There's one. Yeah. Okay. So but- I think I think we're going to do kind of our own... Mm. Yeah, our own flavor. Yeah. Now, I wanted to clarify before we begin this. Hor- horror movies and monster movies to me are different. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, they are both intent to scare you. That is their main intent with making these movies. But to me, there's m- an extra length of gore that comes to horror movies. Yes. In my opinion. That's, Agreed. That's just my thought. Um, these are... Horror movies are played off of the more, to me, the mystical side okay. of of things um, or spiritual, maybe. Um, they are, or they're rooted in more realism. Sure. So you kind of have that range of the spiritual, mythical side of things. And then you have the, like, the real life possible scenario type things. Gotcha. Uh, and you're you're a big horror guy. You like horror movies? Uh, I mean, uh, they're okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Not, like I don't seek them out to be honest. Okay, yeah, I'm on the same boat here. Mm. Like I I do not go out of my way uh, to be like, yo, horror movie, let's go. Well, like mm-mm. if if like there's a social phenomenon about a movie, so an example would be like Get Out. Yes. Like I'm gonna go watch that one. You bet. So. Who's not? So I'm with you. Um, and then the rules. Um, we're doing street rules. There are no rules. As, uh, geez, what's his name in Greece? You know, the guy. He says, the rules are, there are no rules. And he, like, bangs up not, Danny's car. Yeah, I'm like, it's not Danny Fuko. It's not Danny Zuko. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, are you ranking yours, or do you just have a compilation of five movies? You know me, Ethan. Just a compilation. Okay, we're good. <laughs> just going with the compilation. So you've chosen five that are mm. all ranked uh, equally, <laughs> equally, they're just five. There's just five movies, um, and I'm actually gonna take your stance this time. I had originally ranked mine of like a one through five. I, you know, I love them all, so we're just gonna start with that. Um, give me your first one. We're we're gonna go. We're gonna play a little tennis here, back and forth. Okay. I want to know your first one. 
All right, we're going to start off with an alien monster movie. Oh, aliens. Yeah. So the movie is called Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Maybe you've heard of it. They've made a couple sequels. I, st- I still haven't seen Cloverfield. I cannot believe you. <laughs> I'm a letdown. Gosh. I'm a disappointment. What are you going to do? Um, so this movie was released 2008. Um, it was directed by Matt Reeves, who did a bunch of like the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War of the Planet of the Apes. Like That's the, that's the guy who did those. Um, Wait, the- is Cloverfield the same as 10 Cloverfield Lane? Yeah, that's the sequel. 10 Cloverfield Lane is the sequel? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry, I just had to clarify because I was So you've seen that one is basically what you're about to say. No, no, No. I haven't. I I just searched Cloverfield on IMDb and 10 Cloverfield Lane is the first movie that came up. Cloverfield came up second. So I just wanted to be sure I'm looking at the right movie here. Mm. 2008 Cloverfield. Yeah. Bang. Got it. Cool. Okay. Um, So... Basically, the genre is like the monster slash found footage type of genre. So uh, the film, uh, like I said, uses a found footage motif to follow five young New York City residents fleeing from a massive monster and various other small creatures that attack the city while previously they are um, throwing a farewell party. Um, Essentially... It, the movie goes back and forth because this found footage is based off of this rec- like handheld recorder that is filmed over another tape. And so you'll get a good chunk of the movie and then you maybe get like scenes from what was filmed prior to that. Um, that oh, movie. interesting. Okay. Or like that was on that tape. Right. So, and it was mainly revolved around a weekend trip between the main character and his girlfriend, the, one, the main character that is leaving. Um, which is yep. played by uh, Mike Vogel. Okay. So, um, yeah, like I said, it's a big giant monster in New York City. Like, if you, this is a movie, like, to me, it's a must see in terms of movies. It actually made a few people sick when they first saw it in theaters uh, because it kind of like was like the whole shaky. camera, yeah. like shaky thing. Um, TJ Miller, he's in this. I was going to say, yeah. you, you didn't tell me TJ Miller was in yeah, this. Yeah. He, you actually never, I don't think you see him. I, I can't recall if you see him or not. Um, his name's Hudson, so I'm yeah. here for it. That's a win. Well, which is kind of ironic because Hudson being more like if you break down to HUD, mm-hmm. which is kind of his character oh, is nice. more of the, he, he's the one usually holding the camera and narrating what's happening. Genius. So I love that. Um, yeah. So, no, it's um, it's really f- like there's scenes that are funny, um, but I mean, it's obviously a monster movie. So you have these little jump scares of monsters coming out of like dark places or... <sighs> Like, um, and you don't really actually see the main monster until the end of the film. Oh, okay. So, so it is like one kind of main monster though at the end. Yeah. Gotcha. So nice. Highly, highly recommend. Um, it sounds very good. Yeah. What was, uh, oh, um, it also stars, uh, Elizabeth Kaplan. Um, I'm trying to think of movies that she's been in. She's been in like a lot of like Ram antic movies and stuff like that. Okay. She was in New Girl like for a few episodes that she dated like Nick Yeah, Miller. she was. Yeah. Hey, I've got like four episodes left of New Girl until I finish the series. Oh, yeah. It's getting real. <laughs> she's in Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hot Tub Time Machine. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I see you. Yeah. She, you've seen her. You know who she is. Absolutely. Um, I think I said like Mike Vogel. He was like on Grey's Anatomy. Um, so you should, I mean, if you've seen Grey's Anatomy, it's on for. 16 freaking seasons oh, i don't know dude it's yeah. on for a lifetime yeah. i think it's on i think it's been on air like as long if not longer than er mm. which is like uh, six thousand seasons yeah so and, and then you got like i said tj miller who has been in silicon valley 
um, various other TV shows and movies. So mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, Crashing, another one. So um, seems pretty stacked, man. Yeah, seems like a good good time. Now uh, I, got, I got a tiny take, hey tiny yo. take for this movie. Um, so if you are a fan of the TV show Lost, which I know Ethan is not. I've ne- <laughs> I've seen one season of Lost, and and I was telling you before the show, I saw one season uh, on the recommendation of people, and then I was like, wow, that was pretty good. Like, let's check out how many episodes are left. And there's like 280 episodes left, and I was like, whoop, I'm out. You should have continued. Pass. Um. Anyways, if you're a fan of the Lost, um, just for you to, for reference, because uh, the person that produced this movie is J.J. Abrams, so it would My make boy, sense JJ. because he also produced lost oh well okay this yeah. is new information to me so this kind of ties in this universe well and he kind of does this with a lot of different products and stuff like that in okay. movies so uh the dharma initiative logo so if you're a fan of lost you know exactly what i'm talking about um it is a fictional research project featured in the tv series lost like i've said before uh can be seen briefly at the start of the film so oh nice keep, okay this movie does a great job at having little tiny things that you would never focus on or look at in the background yet you need to i like that i love a movie that's got good easter eggs the end of the movie i'm just gonna put that out there (laughs) look at the top left corner of the screen as you watch this movie okay and it will clear everything up Oh my god, dude! Okay, look, I don't want to sound cheesy or anything, but you just sold me on this movie, and I have to go see it. Like yeah. telling me that there's something at the very end of the movie that like makes total sense of everything. Mm-hmm. That's a, it's like a hook, line, and sinker for me. Well, you are a bastard, hey, you sick freak. I'm uh, the second part, uh, second half of a uh, movie podcast, <laughs> so you know it's my job to make you want to see movies. Success, man. Yeah. You you ruled me in Cloverfield. All right, your turn. All right, sounds you go. good. Okay, um, I'm gonna start with uh, again monster. Um, so I I believe this to be a good monster movie here. Um, District Nine, District Nine mm-hmm. is a fantastic movie. 2008. Um, here's the quick little like you know little one sentence um, on it. Violence ensues after an extraterrestrial race forced to live in slum-like conditions on Earth finds a kindred spirit in a government agent exposed to their biotechnology. Mm. Um, so I definitely saw this like soon after it came out, if not like in theaters. Um, yeah, essentially you follow the the main character, uh, Vicus, and he's exposed to the biotech of this alien race, mm. and he starts turning into one of the monsters. That's why you just don't play with stuff in random <laughs> places. No. He, he, and, he, and so they're called prawns, mm-hmm. and they... I mean, dude, they look like monsters. I mean, I know they're aliens, but they look super creepy if you haven't seen them. Um, so he is a government agent that, like, boots aliens out of their homes for, like, you know, failure to pay rent or what, I don't know, however that world works. Yeah. And um, he evicts them, and he evicts one from their home, and he finds, like, a canister full of something. And he's, like, and it's kind of done in this mockumentary style mm-hmm. um, where... He is kind of being interviewed and his family's being interviewed and like we're followed just following his life kind of a thing. And he opens the canister and he's like, oh, let's see what's in here. And he opens the canister wham, all over his face. He gets all kinds of stuff and then he starts turning into a prawn, mm-hmm. um, a monster. Um, I think this movie 
is really unique because of this this kind of like mockumentary. Yeah. Um, but I do think the prawns are really cool monster in general. They have weapons that only they can activate based on their body type. So when Vicus starts turning into a prawn, he has his left arm like turns into a prawn arm. He can operate their weapons mm-hmm. when no other human can. Yeah. Super badass. Very cool. Well, this movie does a it plays a lot on like classism though. And Very. um like what's it what the, what's the word apartheid? Yeah, apartheid. Yeah, like just the segregation of different races. I mean, like it's basically a whole entire movie that is has a big yeah. mean like super message. social commentary yeah. super social commentary and and if you want to um it's got the question of you know are the aliens the monsters they're mm. physically monsters sure um but are the humans the monsters for this the way that they treat them as second-rate citizens yeah. you can dive into that whole thing right um the ending very hopeful mm. very ambiguous love oh, yeah. a good ambiguous ending well, yeah, Love that. that's kind of his thing, though, like uh, his other movies. So Asylum and Chappie. Yes, Chappie. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like those are Chappie. very, very similar. Like they all have to do like social commentary type stuff. Yeah. So like if you're looking for a good entertaining like film little collection, I'd say go go watch his stuff. Yeah, it's it's good. Um, it's definitely not this scary horror monster movie. No, that um, Cloverfield is closer to. Mm. Um, this is more of just an, an enjoyable film with monsters in it. Um, so here's what I want though. We never got a sequel to District Nine, even though we had an ambiguous ending. Mm. And normally I'm one to say let the ambiguous ending stand still, i.e. Christopher Tennant. We don't do sequels we just let the viewer be how they want right and, yep. and understand it how they want here's what i want i want well they missed an opportunity for a sequel because the alien uh christopher in this movie that is going to heal vicus of of his transformation says it'll take him three years to travel to and from the mothership to gather the medical supplies that he needs to heal him you should have dropped a sequel three years after the original, and it should have been that storyline where he comes back down to Earth three years later, and it's an all-out civil war, and he's trying to heal Vickus, but Vickus is now a full prawn anyway. Is it... So, wait. Missed opportunity. Three years there and three years back? No, three years total. Okay. So, yeah. So, one and a half there, one and a half back, um, however you want to view I, that. I just want to make sure. Yeah, three years total. Because, um, like, if it's back and forth, that's six years. That means that there's time. Yeah, that that is a lot of time. Um, but ideally what I want, now that we've missed the opportunity for a sequel that is long gone, um, give me a District 9 universe. I want a miniseries produced by HBO like Chernobyl, and I want it to be uh, following the Civil War that breaks out when Vickis turns full prawn, and he's able to communicate with the alien race and say, like, hey, humans are all dickholes. They're all, all running tests on you. Mm-hmm. Wham. Uh, alien uprising, Civil War in South Africa with prawns. Gets crazy. HBO signed the miniseries. Yeah. Bam. That's what I want, and I want it now. Um, right now. Give, give me your second one. All right. Uh, moving on to my second one is Attack the Block. Now, I feel like this is, I'm going to state this now, this is a movie that I think that it has a cult following, but I don't think a whole lot of people have seen it. did not do well in theaters. I think it... I have never heard of it yeah. until you mentioned it. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyways, it is a monster movie. It's also another alien monster movie. Good. Um, it was released 
2011, and it was written by uh, written and directed by Joe Cornish. So Joe Cornish, he did the Adventures of Tintin and Ant Man. Hey, oh yeah, he yeah. did Ant Man. So, um, if you just need some context of what type of movies he does, um, but this is a kind of like a alien monster slash comedy movie. So think uh, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Oh, cool. Because it's it's from the same people, like. Um, production yeah. company that released those movies so winning um so the movie essentially revolves around a teenage street gang who have uh to defend themselves from an uh from alien invaders in a in an apartment complex or as a british call it a council estate <laughs> so um this is so a, much better than yeah. an apartment complex so it is um like i said it is a british um movie so all the actors are british um the main star you may have heard of him uh john boya boyaka boyaga yeah no big deal um you know finn from star wars who tragically essentially got written out of this of this saga but this is neither here nor there um yeah i love john boyaga yeah so um and then you got uh maybe the next most notable cast member is nick frost who's been in Shaun of the dead and hot fuzz um Mm. so he I would say the rest of the cast is still relatively unknown to this day. Okay. So Wow. So, yeah, definitely like a yeah. little cult classic here. Mm-hmm. So, definitely, a, a, it's like, like I said, it's kind of a horror comedy. I mean, it sounds like pure alien. Like, it sounds like you're just getting a solid alien monster movie. It's just, a, you know, just you got that alien invasion coming. Um, like, these kids, like, find th- this alien. Like, it, like, crashes into a car. Um, and they're like, like I said, they're a street gang. So like they're, they just robbed someone <laughs> and then like this meteor hits it, hits this car. And then it's like, they see this alien and all this stuff. It's weird. Um, Sounds I recommend great. it. So anyways, comes with the Austin Davis stamp of approval. Yes. It, fun, funny thing. <laughs> like when I first saw this movie, uh, I went to go to a food truck and go get dinner with like a group of friends. Okay. And this was just showing on a screen. Wow. There at like the food truck area. Nice. And it was like during the summer just and playing. we had nothing to do. And we we're just like, well, you guys want, do you guys want to watch this? <laughs> Are we doing this right now? Yeah. And we did. <laughs> this is not, uh, this is not bar bar. Is it? It's a different. No. Okay. Yeah. Bar bar is a, is a bar yeah. here in Portland that shows movies out, out mm. on the deck. Um, shout out John, John D. We saw an excellent, fantastic zombie movie at bar bar one time, <laughs> like several years ago. Yeah. Um, nice dude. That's a good first experience. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Um, so I got my tiny take for this film. Mm-hmm. So the writer director, Joe Cornish, uh, interviewed various kids in youth groups in order to find out what kind of weapons that they would use if an alien invasion occurred. <laughs> That's so tight. Taking it to the streets. Yeah. Just like grab like random things. I don't even remember all the tools that they use, but it's very random the things that they grab. Yeah. So, that's, that's tough. I'm trying to think now. Yeah. Like uh, uh, fireworks I, seem to be pretty effective. Yeah. Well, I mean it, definitely plays a big factor at the end so oh nice another yeah. little teaser yep hey stick around for the end so. um yeah dude anytime you mention the director's name i, I can think of it as a cornish game hen so <laughs> i'm out um my second movie classic every i feel like this is uh, this has got to be on everybody's monster list here um alien 1979 yeah. ridley scott uh sigourney weaver um just absolute badass in this movie. Now we're here to talk about the monster in mm. this movie, which is indeed an alien. Yeah. Back again to aliens here. Um, 
It's called a, a xenomorph. Dude, they are scary as balls. Dude, it's so, so scary when the xenomorph, it's like, it's an infant? I don't know, dude. dude I don't know. Well, I mean. Because it, it's been a long time since I've seen Prometheus, so I don't know if things get explained more or not. Well, but I mean, it, would it, you qualify it as that? No, I mean, you get the little egg and then the face suckers. Yeah, the face suckers. That's what I'm talking about. They yeah. they hop on your dome and they suck out your soul and... Nope, they, oh. you're still alive. <laughs> Dude. They incubate you or they impregnate you, worse. essentially. Yeah. That's essentially worse than sucking out your soul. I'd rather have them <laughs> suck out my soul and kill me than like, yeah, incubate me and impregnate me. And, oh my God, look, an alien is now popping out of me. Torturous. I got a final take for you when you're done. For that movie. Okay. No, no, just give it to me now. I want to know it. So the scene where they actually like film mm-hmm. the, the creature coming out, like in the script, it was like creature appears. That's what it was written in, as in the script. Real so descriptive. No one in, on the set. <gasps> no. Like the actors knew how the, the alien was going to be like, where really? how it's going to appear. So Besides, obviously, the, the actor yeah. who was filming uh, that that character. Yeah, sure. Um, and Ridley Scott, I yeah, assume, yes. knew how that yeah. was going to play. So <laughs> the actor's reaction in the movie is is one hundred percent true. Wow! Because they had no idea wow. how it was going to appear. They did not expect an alien to come out of the like the stomach. I did not know that. Yeah, that is excellent. Now it's force. It's going to force me a rewatch at least of that scene. Mm-hmm. Love a good like raw reaction in a movie like yeah. that. That's a great tiny take. Mm-hmm. Dude, nice. Um, Xenomorphs scare the hell out of me, and I think Aliens, with an S, Mm -hmm. does an excellent job of showing them, like, full-grown, and we see, like, the queen and all this crazy stuff. Um, But I really think the lesson I learned from these both these movies, the only real way to kill kill an alien or a monster, shove it out in space. Yeah. That's that's all you can do. No oxygen, just... (laughs) No oxygen, shove it out in space. Unless it survives. (laughs) <laughs> it's just floating and then it lands on a ship somewhere and they defrost it oh it sounds like this sounds, is part of a movie <laughs> i know <laughs> is You're that the welcome. third one no so i know david fincher wrote uh directed the third one and mm. i i need to watch alien three yeah um, don't you don't need to watch it <laughs> it's not a, it's not a must no okay speaking of well, three give my, me your give me your third, third movie here okay so i know that you recently watched this film so you yes, yes. nice let's talk yeah. about it uh, the movie is called Cabin in the Woods. So this movie came out in 2012. Um, it was written and directed by Drew Goddard. Um, he has only directed one other film, and that was Bad Times at the El Royale. Excellent movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And but, it, you can totally see mm. some some of that in this movie. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but main thing is he's a, mainly a writer. So some of the, like, some of the things that he's written are... Cloverfield and no, get yeah, out of here, really? the other Cloverfield movies. Um, oh, wow, I so, like that. Yeah, then we have uh, uh, he had also wrote The Martian. So, oh, I've heard The Martian is good. Yeah, so, another movie I haven't seen. Yeah, should surprise nobody at this point. Um, essentially, this is a monster horror comedy. So, um, the idea of the movie is the movie follows a group of college students who retreat to a remote forest cabin when they fall victim to backwood zombies while technicians manipulate events from the from an underground facility um the movie stars chris hemsworth uh jesse williams richard dale jenkins uh R- richard dale jenkins 
uh, Bradley Whitford and Kristen Connolly. I, I started watching this movie with Molly mm-hmm. on Wednesday when I when I was doing it for Twitter. Yeah. Which, by the way, I, I want to talk about. But mm-hmm. um, Richard Jenkins is mm-hmm. obviously the dad in Step Brothers. Yeah. Molly's first first thing she said, oh, he's from Step Brothers. And I was like, yeah, you bet he is. <laughs> that, that, she made the connection. I was like, nice. Yeah. Very good. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, definitely a monster movie mm-hmm. without a que- without question. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it because I really enjoyed not knowing what this movie was about when I watched it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, how much you want to talk about. Well, let's just say... Yeah, how do I describe it? So yeah, no, I mean, you it, could spoil, man. It's it's whatever you like. I mean, just be careful what you pick up in a random ass <laughs> in a random ass uh, cabin. Yeah, that has the most creepiest things. And don't go to yeah. basements. Yeah. just don't go down to a basement. It's yeah, that in a simple. place that you've never been, and it's creepy. That's yeah, not no. well lit. Yeah, can we talk about that at first? Yeah, I I mean I know this is a common movie theme of like going to places that are dark. If if a room is not well lit. Don't enter it. Mm-hmm. You will die. Yeah. That's a fact. Um, I live tweeted this on Wednesday. Yeah. It's part of the hashtag final take watch along. I had a good time. We had a uh, couple people f- uh, join along with us. One of them, not able to join us, but he participated kind of the next day. And he said that he was directly laughing. So I don't know if this was like laughing in support or like laughing as in like, this is the craziest stupidest thing of all time mm. either one hey i'm pro that's great you're okay with quinn yeah. i hope i entertained you um yeah let's just say when i tweeted this movie it was a whole lot of like you know oh this shot has you know this shot is framed really nicely dot 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 holy shit what did i just watch yeah it was crazy dude and i did not watch the trailer i did not read the description i had no knowledge of this movie mm. zero i have I don't know the last movie that I went into with this little of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Shocked. Had no clue this movie was going the way that it went. You're welcome for that. Shocked. Plot twist. Uh, I got a quick final take or a uh, tiny take for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a character played by Franz Kranz uh, called Marty. He's kind of like the stoner. Like, yeah, let's talk about my, my boy Marty here. Mm-hmm. My yeah. boy Marty. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. You know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he looks like the dork, like that. Just he looks like basically Shaggy from Scooby Doo. He does. That's yeah. a really good, uh, yeah. good, uh, yeah. But uh, something that it was funny. There's a scene where like everyone like jumps in the lake and whatnot, and they all like mm-hmm. get down to their underwear essentially. But he's like the one that's like, no, like I'm just gonna <laughs> smoke weed over here, guys. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, uh, I keep smoking. Yeah, but apparently, uh, like in the commentary for the film, the writers joke about how ripped that he actually is no they're like he's ripped like a muscular jesus <laughs> no way. yeah so he Damn. um to because he was so ripped but they wanted him to portray basically this shaggy like character mm-hmm. they're like keep your clothes on just stay away from the water what a letdown yeah what a missed opportunity <laughs> He would have just, uh, I mean, he, well, he's already that, high in my books. Yeah. He would have just skyrocketed. But, like, it's just funny because, like, you got Chris Hemsworth there. That's, that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. Th- literally Thor. That is in the same movie, funny. And they're like, no, 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 you're too ripped. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 guy, too ripped. <laughs> yeah. Leave the clothes on, my man. Mm. Uh, yeah, he's in the village, too. That's yeah. interesting. I yeah. like that. Um, my next monster movie pick, I Am Legend. Mm-hmm. Great monster movie. Uh, I think a lot of uh, the video I watched on it called them Dark Seekers is like what the monster name is. They're like zombies, right? Yeah, I mean, they're medically 
created medically engine not engineered but like mutated people um the coronavirus vaccine essentially (laughs) (laughs) we this this was a a premonition of what is to come um excellent movie um i mean super emotional i feel like this is good like not peak but very good will smith in i'm legend Mm. um and the movie as a whole is also like really um a good like entertainment value but also uh, has a lot of like analogies and um, like represents a lot of things like a the a butterfly. The mm-hmm. image of a butterfly is a big deal in this movie. Yep. Um, without getting like you know too in depth about it. Mm-hmm. Great ending. He is a legend uh, for essentially saving humanity. And how could I not love a movie in which a character shares the same name as me? So that's a win. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. But I think I Am Legend is a great monster movie. Not scary. I I wouldn't say it's scary. Mm-hmm. Not really like horror based, but it but it's good. There, there's some like jump scares that yeah. Happen. There are a couple. Yeah. Um, and then the whole like no Frank no, no Frank no not today. I uh, love that scene. Why are you here? Why are you here? Yeah. Um, and especially when Will Smith is going through a video store, mm. just talking to mannequins like they're his best friends. Yep. Heartbreaking. But so wonderful. I mean, it makes sense. So. Yeah, these monsters are 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 class. Great mm. A dark seekers. Um, okay, give me your last movie, last monster movie last of the season. One. No, you got four, huh? No, I have five. Yeah, I know. You have one more after this one. Oh, okay, you got two more. Yeah, go that, ahead. I already did three. Oh, go ahead. Um, so the next movie I have is The Quiet Place. Oh, um, sh- yeah. yeah. You want to know why? Because I skipped my number three and I went right to number four. <laughs> class. Um. Anyways, this was released in 2018. It was written and directed by John Krasinski. Now, I got to be clear about this. He was not the only one that wrote this, so we can't give him full credit, but we're going to give him some credit. No, we're going to give him full credit. Um, <laughs> he deserves it. Basically, it's a post-apocalyptic mo- um, like monster movie. So, essentially, the film revolves around a father and a mother who struggle to survive and raise their children in a post-apocalyptic world, uh, world in... Uh, inhabited by blind alien creatures with an acute sense of hearing. Um, this movie stars John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Um, in a, in Who are a, married in real life, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like, Freaking. some of the f- pictures that are in this film are just of them and their kids. <laughs> like, real-life kids. <laughs> Real life. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, this movie, like, if you have not seen it, it will pull at your heartstrings. So um, much. It will. Yeah, I definitely oh, cried, but it yeah, also will make you jump because you're like, oh, my God. Emily Blunt's character is, like, pregnant in this film, <sighs> and she has to give birth while this. But, like, imagine having to give birth and being quiet. Dude, I, I can't. Like, yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I can't even imagine you, giving birth regularly. You've so. been in the room with your wife. Yeah, I have. Twice. So I'm, bet I yeah, I'm sure that you know that is not a quiet thing to do. We be dead. Yeah, that that would be over. <laughs> so like, yeah, this movie is great. If you have not seen this, highly, highly recommend. I mean, it has one of my favorite actors in John Krasinski because of The Office. Big fan of him. Um, He's excellent. I, I will say missed opportunity at some point in this movie to to look over at the camera and do like a gym face. Yeah, that would have been clutch. <laughs> Always room in number two. But yeah, that would have been clutch. Anyways, uh. Basically, my tiny—I have a tiny take—is John. He's such a good actor. <laughs> you know what? He started to move into the realm of being a monster. 
<laughs> he actually played the creature in a motion capture suit for a few of the scenes. No. Yeah. Wow. So nice. He, you he know, can do it all. Yeah. He writes, directs, acts, and plays. And plays monsters. Yeah. <laughs> what can't this man do? Yeah. Man, that's awesome. I am excited, really excited for A Quiet Place 2 mm. so we can get a better look at the monsters. Oh, yeah. I hope that's that's what we're seeing. Um, my next monster movie pick is, oh, my gosh, it's classic. Look. I know every movie I'm picking on here I say is a classic, but it's true. They're all classics. This one, Monsters, Inc. It's got monsters <laughs> in the title, okay? Definitely a monster movie because uh, it's about monsters, but it flips the script. Monsters, afraid of children. Love it. Wonderful. Um, I mean, can't go wrong with this movie. Mm. John Goodman, Billy Crystal. Um, I mean, it, it, it's. I don't know what else to tell you. It's excellent. Isn't I, Steve Buscemi in it too? Steve Buscemi, yes, plays Randall. Love Steve Buscemi. Um, and I really like Monsters University as a... A sequel? Prequel. Prequel, yeah. Sequel. Uh, it, it's, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I really like that. Pop culture icons, Mike and Sully, mm-hmm. ultimate duo. <laughs> so whenever we get around to talking about duos, they're making the list. Um, but yeah, that that's a great monster movie. So if you're looking for something on the other end of the spectrum that's not scary, still includes monsters. Monsters Inc. is the movie for you. I mean, it is the season. <laughs> <laughs> Tis the season. I We got one more a piece, right? Yeah. One more each. I got one more. hey Uno mas. Uh, so my last one. It's a classic. I'm and a, I, I love how I didn't even talk about Monsters Inc. that much because I, I know everybody knows Monsters yeah. Inc. Um, the Mummy. Do you say yours is a classic? It's a classic. Yeah, you bet it is. Now, I'm not talking about the Tom Cruise <laughs> The Mummy here. Boo. I just want to make that clearly stated. I'm talking about the 1999 Stephen Summers, you know, the guy that did G.I. Joe and Van Helsing starring Brendan Fraser, that mummy. Absolute banger of a movie. <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. It's, this is it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you don't know what this film is. Rachel uh, Weiss is in this film? Yeah. Come on, dude. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, the, I, the Basically, it's an action monster movie. So it follows, uh, the film follows adventurer Rick O'Connell as he travels to uh, Humana, Humana Petra. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Sounds the, right. Basically, the city of the dead with a librarian and her older brother where they accidentally awaken Imhotep, uh, mm-hmm. a cursed high priest from the reign of the Pharaoh Sitai I of 1290 BC. Essentially, he they awaken this monster of a mummy. <laughs> yeah, give and it an English just version. <laughs> give a like play like biblical plague of things that just occur and just it's great. Such the, a good movie. I remember watching awakens, this all yeah. the time as a kid. Oh yeah. All the time growing up. I haven't seen it probably in fifteen years, but I mean it might be a minute for me, but it's a <laughs> classic movie. Like it's I think it's on Netflix right now. I don't I can't recall. But Dude, if it is, get get to it. That's that's what you should be on your Netflix queue. Mm. Um, yeah, let's talk about. So, Brendan Fraser. This is this is peak. Let's let's. I mean, let's just say he doesn't do a whole lot after this series. No, he does not. And then he not. returns to the series, and it's still not good. Yeah. So, the Mummy Returns um, mm-hmm. was like the the next movie after this. Um, do you know when that came out? That I would, came out early two thousands. So. Yeah, two thousand one. Mm-hmm. That one did not do well, and I mm. saw it once. I think is that the one that's got the full CGI, the Rock? 
Uh, or is it? He does. Pl- I think yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then they make Scorpion King yep. like the actual like separate movie from it. Yeah. I do remember this. Um, and then my my other one take on the Mummy here. Um, John Hanna, one of the actors, he plays Jonathan um, Carnahan. Mm-hmm. He is Doctor Radcliffe in Agents of Shield, best Marvel TV show out there. Okay, got it in. Nice. All right, I got my my little tiny take real fast. So yeah. Brendan Fraser actually almost died no. filming a <gasps> scene where his character is being hung. Um, oh my like God. he actually stopped breathing and had to be resuscitated. Stop. Yeah. No. So Brendan went hard for this role. <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh. So he he, he literally almost died for this role. Dude, he went next level hard. Mm-hmm. That is. That is insane. Yep. That's wow. Crazy. Good for this guy. Yeah. Hey, look at him go. Brendan Fraser. George of the Jungle also. <laughs> Just a great movie that he's in. Um, my last monster movie that I you definitely have to watch it. And I and I think it 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 qualifies as a Christmas movie too, if you wanted to. Um Gremlins. Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Love Gremlins. Super cute. Uh until you feed them after midnight or they get wet, and then you're screwed. I just don't get when when after midnight does not occur. <laughs> <laughs> you you like when is the cutoff? Like yeah. when are we talking here? Are we talking like like you're screwed forever? Like what's because gonna- if we think about it, every moment is after midnight. Okay, yeah, guy. And every moment is before midnight. I would assume the cutoff is like sunrise. That's my logical thought process here. It's like after midnight until sunrise. They blow shit up. It's they kill. They uh, yeah, they kill. I'm in a microwave and they blow it up. Uh, dude, this the, anyway. Yeah. This movie's crazy. Got a lot of crazy stuff. Um, cr- this movie's written by Chris Columbus. Chris Columbus. I'm going to use as a wonderful segue into our closing for the episode. Okay. Okay. Two takes on Chris Columbus. Three takes on Chris Columbus. He, he discovered America. <laughs> 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 Number one, the guy's mad famous. Number two. He wrote the greatest Christmas movie of our time and oh. possibly ever. Home Alone. Christmas with the Cranks. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then my segue, Chris Columbus directed Harry Potter 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Now, next week on the show, mm. big episode. I am so excited. How excited? I can't form words to tell you how excited I am. (laughs) Harry Potter. Harry Potter. The boy who lived. We are ranking all eight Harry Potter movies. I started rewatching, as you might know from our summer movie blockbuster, like blockbuster movie draft we did Mm -hmm. um, a while back. Yeah. I chose a Harry Potter movie. It was highly frowned upon by everybody on the episode. I still think it's a heater of a pick. Went under the radar. I will die on that hill. But I've recently seen um, the Deathly, both Deathly Hallows. Mm. I finished Goblet of Fire last night. I've been watching one Harry Potter movie a night Mm -hmm. for the last four nights. I'll be watching Order of the Phoenix tonight and then have Blood Prince, which actually I have never seen. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited to see like new Harry Potter content. I, I do love Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Haven't read the books. I'm j- I will throw that out there. I'm not going to hide from this fact. And I know you've read all the books. Multiple times. <laughs> I haven't read all the books. Okay. So it, it shouldn't impact your decision on like who's right or who's wrong. This, you know, it's not a contest. We're just ranking. Yeah. 
One of us will be right. One of us <laughs> will be wrong, though. Um, so we're gonna rank all of our, all of eight of the Harry Potter movies, mm. and it's just gonna be absolutely magical. This was our final take, but you can always send us your final take through social media. We are at Final Take Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or you can email us, uh, FinalTakePod at gmail dot com. Um, this Wednesday, I'll be doing another hashtag Final Take Watch Along. If you want me to watch a movie for the first time, tweet me, DM me, uh, let me know what it is. Every Wednesday, I watch a movie that I've never seen before, and I live tweet my reactions and take it from Quinn. They're really funny, and it's a good time. Um, Subscribe and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Helps us become more discoverable and lets us know if you like us. Or if you don't like us, I guess. Yeah. That's always an option. Do it. Um, we also have a show website, anchor.fm backslash final dash take. You can listen to all of our shows there. Thanks for listening. Wear your mask. Social distance. Vote. Vote. Please, please, please go vote. Vote early. Vote in person. Vote safely. Vote by mail. Tune in Wednesday for the hashtag final take watch along on Twitter. Don't know what I'm watching yet. Tell me what I should watch and tweet and drink because that's what I'm going to end up doing. Um, We will see you next week. Have a good week. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Ciao.